good, man. Gotta get your face in there. Look, every podcast, I got a little bit more beard going on. Yeah, I haven't shaved it. it for a while. Well, no shave November is coming up. This uh, this girl at the office is like, Craig, what is going on with your face? I said, I'm being a real man. She's all, yeah, right. You're like a guy that's married and given up on life. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Well, say it how it is, huh? Yeah, she, she said it, man. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> so you're just as lazy. It's laziness. Just lazy. Well, actually, that's not true because take, it takes work to take care of a beard, right? Dude, yeah. I got to comb it. I got to wash it. I need to get some beard oil in yeah, there. Yeah, you put the shampoo in it, it's getting, conditioner it's getting on. a little scraggly. Makes it a little softer. But you know when I'm driving, it, it just kind of caress my fingers through it. It helps me think. So I don't I think care. it makes me a little bit smarter. Beards, I think, yeah. <laughs> Scientifically, they do make a human smarter. Um, and your wife's cool with it. That's the number one thing. Dude, that's honestly, yeah. As long as she's cool with it. Because some people are weird about it. Some girls are like, no, I don't like that. Well, so when I shave... I mean, no, I never had a beard, I'm just saying. <laughs> when I shave, it gets prickly, right? She doesn't like that when it's all True. prickly, like, like sandpaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My kids hate it. I give them a kiss on the cheek. They're like, Dad, I don't like your kisses. Like, okay, well. <laughs> exactly. That's what you get. That's what you get. But don't come around me. <laughs> I don't like you. Good parenting. Good parenting. Oh, great parenting. <laughs> oh, so I want to talk to you about something real quick. Okay. I have this, I have this, um, uh, okay, little backstory. I'm kind of OCD and it's gotten worse and worse the older I've gotten. And it's gotten to a point in, I like to have a clean body, okay? I shower before I go to bed. I don't shower in the morning, but I do shower before I go to bed. And if, if, uh, if it's in the middle of the day, I feel kind of weird, I'll take another shower. I have no problem taking two showers in a day, okay? Kind of cleaner that way. Um, and so what happens is I take a shower at night. I don't put deodorant on when I go to bed. I put it on in the morning because otherwise it's all nasty and old. So I put it on in the morning. Well, sometimes in the morning if something my routine gets thrown off for some reason, because I'm a very routine person, if it gets thrown off for whatever reason, the deodorant doesn't go on. So I'm driving to work and I'm like, oh crap, I forgot deodorant. So what do I do? You drive back home, put deodorant. No, I stop at the store <laughs> and I grab a stick. Okay. I've done this a couple times and I'm like, I'm So you have like 20 sticks of deodorant now? <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. I was tired of it. And so what I did was now I have a stick here at the office. Smart. And so this morning, I'm driving to work. Guess what? I realized I forgot deodorant. I don't know if you can smell me, but I just put deodorant on. Good for you, man. Yeah. I'm really proud of you. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's good. That's little, a little pet peeve I have as far as I have to have it on because I will smell. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. So I realized that I shower twice a day too. Oh. You telling that story. You're a clean person. You do smell. Well, Very good. Well, that's good. I'm always afraid of being the smelly kid. It's like a fear of mine. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you have to when it gets hot like this, right? First of all, at night, nobody wants to go to bed like gross and dirty. It's disgusting. I'll admit in the wintertime sometimes maybe I'm okay with it. But in the summertime, no, dude. You get in your car and it's all hot and you're sweaty and it takes like 15 minutes for the AC to really kick in and be blowing good, right? By that time your whole back is just soaked. Just soaked through. <laughs> so you gotta shower at night. And then I work out in the morning. And so, you know, it's not like I'm gonna just put clothes on after my workout. 
So you are, you're double double shower. Gotta at least double it. Dude, wasting that water. We're having, we have a problem at Lake Mead and here you I go. I don't feel like it's a waste. It. I think it's a good expenditure <laughs> of resources. <laughs> so my kids came home the other day with this little uh, five minute shower, conserved water and it's a little timer and you flip it over and it's, you put it in the shower and it's a little stick on. Okay. So I was like, I'm gonna see, because I don't know how long my showers are. I don't keep track. And, and truthfully, showers are my think time. That's my time. This happened last night. My shower time got interrupted by my son, who was asking me a question to look something on the computer. And I was like, son, next time you have a question for me, and I'm in the shower, don't come. Yeah. And he's like, like, dude, come on. He was respectful about it. He's like, dad, okay, I understand. I'm sorry. Because I was like, that's my think time. And I have so many ideas in my head that when I get out of the shower, I write things down. I know it's crazy. but You have like a pad and paper by your shower? No, I'll just put it in my phone, but I just do it as soon as I get out. I'll I'll, I'll memorize a couple things in it, and then I'll just get out and put it on there. That's Um, awesome. But that reminds me of why my wife one time did buy me uh, paper and pen that could get wet, and you could write in the shower. Oh, wow. And I would write stuff in there. That's cool. I never heard of that. Anyways, that's my my think time. I don't even know why I got to that point, but why did we bring that up? Well, uh, you were timing your showers. You oh, the timer. The timer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I realized. You're like, why am I talking about Conserving water. We're conserving water. See why I write things down? Because I forget. <laughs> um, so back to conserving water. Uh, it's five-minute timer. Dude, I blew through that thing. I mean, oh, yeah? like, like, I look over. I hadn't even started washing my body yet, <laughs> and it was already out. <laughs> yeah, five minutes is not enough. <laughs> I don't know how long my showers are, but they must be long. <laughs> Can't go past five minutes, man. <laughs> That's funny. You must not care about our planet. No, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, as long as whatever you're for, on, Earth, I'll be selfish. for Earth I'll be Day, selfish. I got a bookmark from you. Isn't that what you sent yeah. out on Earth Day? See, I care about you. I took the trees <laughs> and, and you made, made a bookmark. bookmark. Love it, dude. And I planted a tree this last Earth Day. Did you? In really? my backyard. Oh, it might have been the day after, but yeah. What kind of tree? Some ash tree, the guy at the nursery is like, hey, I just wanted a fast-growing tree. Yeah. Because I want a big shade tree in this one corner. And he goes, oh, this would be a good one. Nice. And it was a more expensive one, but I was like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just want a shade tree. Dude, look at you saving the planet. It you hasn't know, even grown. I heard something crazy. That there is more greenery on the earth today than there was like 200 years ago. Like more plants and trees and stuff like that. I could see that. It's interesting, right? It is And interesting. they actually say because there's, you know, they're worried about all the carbon, is it carbon dioxide that the cars put off? Carbon, carbon monoxide? I think it's carbon monoxide. Bad stuff. You can't breathe it. But the plants love it. And the plants use that and convert it into oxygen. And so it's actually created an environment where that is interesting. they grow more. I wonder why they love it. I wonder if that's something to do with the oils that came They breathe that like we breathe oxygen. Interesting. So like a symbiotic relationship See, my thought between when, plants and animals. When you said that was because all these communities growing and everybody's like, I want a tree here, I want a tree here. That's what my thought was. Oh, I guess, yeah. Trees being planted. I mean, I'm sure that helps, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And cities like like Arizona, I saw something where they're trying to paint sidewalks or streets white, like a different color, so it doesn't absorb all the heat. Right. It cools it down. Yeah, but then we gotta wear sunglasses because it's gonna be so bright. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the black is nice because you don't need the. Well, you still need sunglasses, I, but not as much. I really don't know that much about that program, but 
I think I think cities are becoming more conscious of that, like planting greenery and trees and stuff to keep it cooler in the cities. And and, and I will say this, Craig, this this might blow you away, but I lived in the I lived in the neighborhood that was kind of in the city, but I could drive two miles and I watched my little thing that tells me the temperature, and my temperature once I got to my neighborhood would drop a few degrees. And and I always said it's because of how many trees and plants we have. Because we have a ton of trees and plants in that neighborhood. Tons. It's part of the HOA thing. You have to have so many in your yard. And, yeah. And you drive through it, and it's very a green neighborhood. Yeah. I think it has to do with the trees. Drops drops the temperature down. Hundred huh? percent. Yeah. Green belts and the trees and all that just helps. Yeah, totally helps. Speaking of which, yes. Arizona, we're we're into June. Gets hot around here. It gets hot, man. It's the time of year people love to come to Arizona. <laughs> We're swamped with humans. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that all those uh, uh, Minnesota license plates are gone. They start disappearing about yeah, now. Which yeah. is nice. Exactly. So, what do you think is the hottest temperature ever recorded in Arizona? Okay. It's going to be in the 120s. I had to look this up. has to be in the 120s. Um... I don't think it'd be 130. That's way too hot. And I know we've hit 120. So I'm going to go 120. And the highest I remember it being... 120 exactly? No, no, no. I'm going a little higher. Okay. Because I remember it being a little higher than that. Okay. So I'm going to go... It's got to be in like the 125 range. Okay. That's what I'm going to go with. 125. 125. Okay. Where was the top, the highest temperature ever recorded? Yuma. And what year? Ooh, 19... 1974. Uh, okay, you're way off. No. Actually, you're not that far off on the temperature. So the highest temperature ever recorded was 128 degrees. Okay, yeah. And that was in Lake Havasu City mm. on June 29th, 1994. Okay. Crazy, huh? Yeah, that must be sweet spring break after party. Yeah, you'd be swimming in that lake all day long. Lake Havasu man. City. Have you been there? You know, we went for the first time earlier this year. Oh, cool. Is like during springtime, it was cold, there was nobody on the water. Um, brought the kids, they were like miserable. It was not that fun. Because <laughs> it was cold? Yeah. Did you get a boat? Did you have a boat? No, we didn't get a boat. Um, but it was like really cold while we were there. They got to see London Bridge. They did. We walked across the London Bridge, man. That's the coolest thing they got going on, man. Yeah. The London they Bridge. have a little England town right there by the London Bridge. Now, I could see how it would be a really fun place to go when it's hot. Everybody's out on their boats, kind of partying, whatever. That would be fun. But with the kids and being cold and nothing going on, it was not that great. It probably is very quiet then. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Because that's a town that um, I know gets popular, but there's certain times of year that oh, yeah. it picks up. Yeah, yeah. Spring break, especially. Spring break would be. Yeah, it's that's, known for that. That's more of those. Sure. Yep, it's known spot to be a little party place. Yeah. So, where's the coldest temperature? The lowest temperature? <laughs> that's gonna be in Canada. No, no, no. No, in Arizona. We're talking oh, just oh, Arizona, I, dude. I'm, I actually wouldn't even be Canada anyway. It'd be Arctic something. But. Okay. <laughs> Woo. Okay. <sighs> lowest temperature. And then, Get this spread, man. This is going to be crazy. This it's is going to blow your mind. This is going to be wild. I think it's going to be cold. Yeah. Is it cold? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go cold. with I'm going to go with 14 degrees. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to go with, uh, where's the coldest place in Arizona? Um, 
I know Flag gets cold, but so does so do the White Mountains. I'm just gonna go with Flagstaff because it's all Flagstaff is always too cold for me. Flagstaff, and and this was in 1936. Oh, 1936. So you're counting on like global warming as raising temperatures. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> okay, the all-time lowest temperature was in Holly Lake, January 7th, 1971. It reached negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit. What? I don't even know where Holly City is, but that sounds cold. Holly Lake. Holly, oh, that's what I meant. It's up in the mountains somewhere. I don't think people live there. <laughs> negative 40. <laughs> negative 40, dude. That's so cool. Arizona has gone from negative 40 all the way up to 128. Big big swing. Big swing. That's what's cool about that's Arizona. It's nice living here. Yeah, you can live anywhere. I mean, you drive two hours from here and you're in pine trees and mountains, right? Right. right. And my son, he likes the cold. He hates the summer. Really? And I know when he gets old enough to move out, he's moving somewhere where it's cold and snows. He's like, give me that snow. He loves it. And, and I'm going to say, hey, stay in Arizona, but go to Holly Lake. You think that'll stay true for when he gets older? I don't know. Digging I, out the snow? It, it very well could because I I don't go to the snow. I never take him to the snow. Yeah. And I think that desires get stronger and stronger. Like, you know, you can't have something you want it more. So I could see that being a part of it. Yeah. But I don't know. You want to hear something else that's yeah, cool? please. Um... The all-time highest 24-hour snowfall. So amount of snow that's fallen in one day, I guess. It's 38 inches. 38 inches in Heber, back in 1967. 38 is a lot of snow. That's a ton of snow, dude. In <laughs> one day. 60s or 70s? What yeah, you 67. Wow, that's a lot of snow. <laughs> We need that snow now because we need water. Dude, you hear about that water, that drought going on? Yeah, we need it. Lake Mead yeah. keeps draining. They're finding bodies in there. There are bodies in boats. All kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. There. My kids, we drove by there the other day. No joke. We just really? drove by there. Uh, because we were going up to my brother's house. So when you go across the dam, is it? can you see the water? <laughs> so, so the way the bridges are set up, you can't even really see the dam. I mean, you okay. could barely see it on your way up towards Vegas. Yeah. But... You can see the lake, yeah, and you can see how much down, because I was showing my kids as we were driving, we didn't stop, we were just driving through, and I said, hey guys, look, do you see where that white line is? Because uh -huh. you can see where all the dark is and the white line. I was like, that used to be all water, and it's come way, way down, way down. That's crazy, I wonder what they're going to do, man. We need Colorado to get some more snow, isn't that where it all comes from? Uh, yeah, somewhere, right, Colorado, Colorado River. Colorado River, dams up at Mead, yeah. dang. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a geologist, but I just assume Colorado gives us most of that snow. I know Arizona produces some of it, but I know Colorado's a big chunk of it. Yeah. We need more snow. Yeah, dude. But now we don't get any snow. I heard, this, I heard this year we're in for a good monsoon season. I heard that too. But I haven't seen any rain so far. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I've noticed living here. When I'm promised a good monsoon season, it's horrible. <laughs> These people are always wrong. They're always wrong. And then when I'm told, hey, you know, it's going to be kind of light, it rains. Yeah. So I'm afraid that it's not going to be a very wet monsoon season. I hope it is. I, I hope so, monsoons. too. I love the monsoon. Get some rain in Get the middle of the boobs. summer. Get those blowing through. Those are nice. Get that dirt well, they're only good if they're followed by rain, man. Nobody likes that <laughs> dust all over. Freaking haboobs. 
What a great name. <laughs> Dude, did you ever call it that when no, you were younger? No, they were never called Haboobs until... What, like 10 years ago? 10, 15 years ago, they started saying on the news. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, this is a Haboob. Yeah, when we were growing up, nobody said Haboob. They, what'd they call it? A dust storm. Dust storm, yeah. We have a dust storm coming. Yeah, where'd that come from? Who started that? It had to be a news person. I think Haboobs are, are out in the in the east. Uh, when I say East, like Middle East, East, right? Yeah, I think yeah. that's where that came from, but I don't know. That's another thing we could search because that's pretty interesting. It's like some Arabic name or something, isn't it? It's got to be Haboob. It sounds very Arabic. Yeah. Like, And we just call it a dust storm because we, and then, we say it as we see it. And then it. we all thought it was funny because it says boob. <laughs> and so we're like, yeah, we're going to call those Haboobs. <laughs> and then on the news, yeah, they call them Haboobs. I think it's hilarious, but no, it's just a dust storm. It's a giant wall of dust caking the valley. Yeah. A haboob is Arabic. It's a type of intense dust storm carried on an atmospheric gravity current, also known as a weather front. Arabic. So what it does, for those who don't know, because I know there's people out in, in, um, in Michigan who watch this podcast and, and don't know about it's Arizona. very popular. I know you guys come here for all of your Arizona information i've had people from other states call me and say hey i heard you guys got a haboob are you okay <laughs> and I was like, yes we're okay yes haboobs are not dangerous they're just dirty so do you think people like confuse it with a tornado or a hurricane they're they like might. oh it's a, it's a huge natural weather event right but a haboob in arizona it just gets really dusty and that's about it the, the dangerous part is driving during a haboob, if, if, if you don't you, slow down, you can't see. Can't see in front of you. Yeah, that's the dangerous That's when people die. But I don't think people die from breathing dirt. Maybe they do. I guess eventually we all die from breathing stuff. I mean, eventually we all die, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's... You nailed it right there. <laughs> yeah. You just nailed it. Yeah. Um, but they're not really dangerous weather events. Correct. Typically. It gets, you know, there are things that happen. It can knock, you know, it, what are they called? What are those one called the, the, where all that air is pushed into one spot? It's not a tornado, but it's a... Like a microburst? Microburst. Yeah. Microburst can be created, which That's can be dangerous. more during thunderstorms, though. Is that more thunderstorms? Okay. But I guess it What's nice about during... haboobs is, yeah, when the, when, the, when the monsoon follows behind it. Yeah, it gets everything dirty, but man, it's nice getting that rain. Cools down a little bit. Cools down. Yeah. And it's so humid. So yeah. And that's the other funny thing. People in Michigan, they don't know. They think it's a dry heat here. Which most of the time it is. True. But then when you get to be August, September, man, it is hot and humid. Yeah. And you're miserable. Good, dude. It's like you walk outside and you're like, I just did a workout. You're just dripping. <laughs> but it's not as bad as the Midwest, but still. Yeah. We can get humid. Yeah, for sure. And that's not fun. No, I don't like the humidity much. That's true. At least it's not like uh, Georgia or Florida. Dude, I went knocking door to door. Oh, yeah. In Georgia. Talk about humidity. And people love it when you knock on their doors. Oh, I'm sure Out of the do. blue. I'm they sure love they it. It's, yeah, they're just like, come like, on in, Craig. Yeah, you find the friendliest people that way. Yeah, it's like, come on. Oh, man, I've been waiting for I've you. I've been waiting for you. Nobody comes to my door anymore. Thanks. <laughs> And you're all sweaty. Uh-huh, and you smell really good because you didn't put deodorant on that morning. I was a punk. Man, I was a punk when I was... I wasn't... I was I was a good kid. But... But you were young. This one this one lady, she was so mad I was at her door. And I'm just like, lady, I'm just working here, okay? I'm just doing my job. So I thought to myself, all right. 
I'm going to try and get something from her. <laughs> so I was like, can I have a drink of water? She's so <laughs> incensed that I asked her for a drink of water. She's like, what? I was like, yeah, I'm just, it's really hot out here, lady. Do you mind? Can I get a drink of water? <laughs> she got you she got me some water. Oh I was my like, gosh. oh, thanks, lady. That was really nice. Yeah, that is nice of her. I love it when people are too good of people that even when they're irritated, <laughs> they, they can't, can't be mean. They can't just shut the door and like, okay, I'll get you water. <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't have pushed her because she's a nice lady, but, you know, yeah. that's what happens. <laughs> oh, so I'm going to tell you a story real quick. Okay. Okay, speaking of water and heat and yeah. all this, we were at the lake the other day. I was with some friends. What lake? Uh, Canyon, lake Mead? Canyon. Oh, Canyon Lake. Okay. We were at Canyon Lake and... Um, uh, How's the water level there? It's fine. Oh, good. <laughs> good. And uh, my friend invited me, you know, he's got the, the boat. He's the one with the money. Uh-huh. Not me. I don't have boats. And um, anyways, we're out on the water and, and I've never driven a boat before. Uh, besides when I was looking, I've never driven, honestly, I've never driven one. Well, he wanted to ride with his kid. So he's like, hey, can you, can you drive? I was like, and this is a brand new boat, 2022, whatever, you know what I mean? So it's got cruise control, it's all fancy touchscreen stuff. I was like, yeah, I'll drive this thing. What do I do? He goes, this is what you should do. I was like, this is easy. So I did, right? Yeah. I'm cruising 15 miles an hour, whatever, pulling them on the tube with his kids and stuff. They're having a good time. Well, my kids are on the tube next to him, and my kids are a little older. And they're like, Dad, we want to go crazy. And so after pulling them a few times, um, I said, okay, can I, you care if I drive them? He goes, no, you can drive them. And this by the time, this time he's in the boat, you know. So I start driving crazy. I'm trying to figure it out because, you know, there's different things you got to do. And I was like, okay, I'm still starting to get the hang of it. Well, at one point, one of the kids fell off. I was like, I got to go get the kid. So I flip around and I come up and I had created some big waves. Well, as a new boat driver, I don't know what to do when I have giant waves coming towards me. And so the boat comes up, down, and this giant, I, I promise you, 15 <laughs> gallons of water came over the top of the boat. <laughs> this, awesome. is, this is an expensive boat, right? <laughs> and his daughter and his wife are in the front. <laughs> no joke, over the whole top of his daughter's boat. <laughs> and I felt so bad. I was like, I'm done, dude, I'm done. Like, I just ruined your boat. You know what I mean? What'd they do? <laughs> they were so nice about it. They're like, oh, thanks, I but need to be cool, that. <laughs> I will know the truth. All the, all the towels got soaked. <laughs> All of them. And so we got the kids in, the, the older boys, and they're like, where's our towels? And I'm like, there are no towels. <laughs> they were all soaked. It's my bad. I felt, I rarely feel bad. I felt so bad. And I was like, guys, I'm I bet so they were sorry. laughing, man. Well, I'm going to know. I'll find out if, if they forgive me if we get invited to the next. Right. It'll be like five more years before they. <laughs> when they forget. Yeah, that was my bad. Hey, oh. So. We moved to Far East Mesa, where there's new development, mm -hmm. and on the edge, you know, like half mile down from the house that we're at, is the desert. Well, they started doing construction. To well, you mean your house homes. isn't in the desert? Right. <laughs> like, like the wilderness. Wilderness desert, desert. Man. yeah. And we found a rattlesnake in our backyard about a month ago. That's awesome. It was crazy. That's scary. Scary for the kids, but it was kind of fun, like, catching it. I felt bad because I, I totally did kill it. Did we talk about this before? I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, so I totally killed it because I'm like, you're not coming in my backyard and going to bite my kids. Right, so so did you find it or your kids found it? My kids found it. We had a babysitter at the time, 
And they're like, there's a snake in the backyard. And we're like, is it a rattlesnake? I don't think so. I was like, okay, just stay inside. And we went, yeah, sure enough, it was a rattlesnake. It, was, it wasn't too big. It was only that big. Just hanging out, rattle. getting some sun. Yeah, probably trying to eat the toads we found in our backyard. Hunting? Yeah. Oh, it was just doing its job. Doing its job. And I'd go and kill it. Oh my gosh, Craig. I'm sorry, man. I'm not going to mess with my kids. Don't do that. Uh, that's crazy, but that's part of living in a desert. But that's rare. I don't think most people will, will deal with that. No, but only, a lot of people do deal with scorpions. Scorpions are a lot more common. Snakes are more common, like you said, a little more outskirts, close to the desert, fountain hills, areas where you're kind of in the desert. Yeah. Um, but in the city, you're in the middle of wherever, middle of Gilbert. Well, I guess there's farm areas, but if you're like in the middle of city city, Phoenix, downtown Phoenix, you're not going to see a rattlesnake. Right, 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 right. Um, but you got to get out of the ways. Yeah, for sure. That's pretty crazy. You guys have scorpions at your house? So we do have scorpions, yeah. We've, you know, what's funny, Arizona's funny. There's pockets that, of neighborhoods that don't have scorpions. Yeah, they for just sure. don't have them. Scorpions, from what I understand, they don't travel that far from their birth area. Right? They're kind of territorial. They, I mean, think about how long that would take. Yeah, they're just little insects. It would take a long time. They're lazy, so they don't go that far. Yeah. So, uh, it's like, and for an ant, I mean, it would take forever to cross the street. You know what I mean, he's like, he's packing his bags. Like, he's like, Mom, I'll be back tomorrow. And he's gone across the street, you know what right. I mean? And that's if he comes back, because then Rick Carpenter run him over. Um, but anyways, no, there's, there's areas. So, we grew up in a neighborhood with no scorpions. Uh, it wasn't until I moved to another house as a child that my friend had scorpions, but we didn't. So that was my first time coming across scorpions. We'd go out with a black light and we'd kill them. And we're like, this is awesome. We want scorpions, you know? You know? <laughs> yeah, like something so fun. fun. Dude, I use that as a bonding moment with my second daughter. Yeah. She always comes out and hunts scorpions when we're at grandma and grandpa's house. She's like, yeah, dad, let's go. Where's your, where do your parents live? Are they uh, in a rural so area? We never had scorpions. They're in the same house I grew up in where we never had scorpions, but now they do um, after 30 years. So weird. Yeah, I think it just gets brought in with plants and different things get brought in, and then the population grows and whatever. And again, if, if one neighborhood does it, one neighbor doesn't take care of their scorpions, well, they're going to keep multiplying in that neighborhood. And exactly. Spread. Yeah. Um. So this morning, I was moving some stuff around. I have a, a barn door being delivered, and uh, I needed to move all this stuff out of the way. Okay. That was just sitting there in front of the safe. It's just sitting there. Shoes clothes, whatever. It was right there. And so I was picking it all up and I look and I'm sitting there with my son, my four-year-old, and there's a scorpion and it's just crawling. And it, you know, obviously it was underneath the stuff. And I was like, oh crap, scorpion. So I killed it. So I wanted to ask you, I know you've come across scorpions. Where's the weirdest place you've seen a scorpion? It's a good question. So <laughs> when I was single, we had a bunch of people over and we were playing game nights in somebody's basement and it's not weird to see a scorpion in, in a basement right but yeah. what was funny is everybody was gathered around like in a circle and a scorpion just goes crawling <laughs> right through the group and that was weird everybody starts ah what's going on it's like because scorpions are from Satan <laughs> right and so that's kind of creepy like you were doing a little Satan circle yeah and the scorpion came in the middle of it came right in the middle too <laughs> freaked everybody out because they're not usually crawling around where people are. They're going to be hiding or yeah, underneath stuff, coming out at night or that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, that was probably probably the funniest one. <laughs> so, 
So yeah, our scorpions, we really didn't start having them until, like I said, when we moved further out, when we moved to Queen Creek, that's when we started seeing scorpions. And one time I was in the shower and I was just getting out and my wife freaked. And I come out and I'm like, what? And in our, we have those, we had those um, metal light fixtures, you know, with the, the bulbs that screw in that keep it on there. You know, you take the screws off. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Those chrome looking ones. Uh-huh. Um, coming out underneath it was a scorpion. You could see its arms like digging because they come up through the walls. Yeah. Well, this, is a, this is a two story. They come up through so the walls. your second story. Yeah. That's and then they rare, drop yeah. down. And then that was where it was. It was kind of like scraping around. And it was the craziest thing. So I pried it open to get it to drop and I was able to kill it. But it was, <laughs> the fact that it's in the light, just <laughs> scraping, <laughs> you can just hear it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Uh, anyway. Pretty fun. But it was nice because my wife told me this morning when I saw it. And this is what makes Arizona one of the best places to live. 100%. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> she told me this morning, she said, um, I used to be scared of scorpions. She's like, until I learned that they're not there to kill you or attack you. They want to get away. But the thing you got to be scared of is stepping on them. Because that's when they sting. When you yeah. push on their head, well, their tail comes up and they're going to sting you. Yeah. That's why people get stung. Yep. Not because they attack them. And Dude, attack. I had a buddy. I used to work in pest control, right? And he's like, man, I've never been stung. And luckily, I've never been stung either. Have you been stung? I have not, no. Yeah, and we've lived here our whole lives. But he's like, I got I to gotta see what it feels like. <laughs> so he grabs the scorpion. And he's messing with it. And he's touching it. And he's doing all sorts of stuff to try and get it to sting him. And it wouldn't sting him at all. It's like, this is stupid. No, you have to smash him. If he pushed on its head, it would have stung him. Yeah. I guarantee it. But no, if you push it, it'll just go the other way. Because it doesn't, it's just trying to get away from you. It was pretty funny. Yeah, they're funny. They're funny animals. But those are from Satan, and I wish they were all gone. No. I don't want them. I don't have a You know what else I wish was all gone? (laughs) Mosquitoes. Hate mosquitoes. Luckily, Arizona doesn't have them too bad, but we still have them. Yeah. I think they live everywhere. Don't I hate they? Mosquitoes. Yeah, I wish those were gone. I'd actually wish mosquitoes were gone before scorpions. And and ticks. We don't deal with ticks very much here. No, or grateful chiggers is that what they're called? Chiggers yeah. or those other things. But like, I have a trip planned to go out to the Midwest, mm-hmm. and uh, for some reason, that kind of. Maybe it's because we don't deal with them much out here. But I'm like, man, ticks and chiggers. That sounds bad. Right? <laughs> Luckily, Arizona doesn't deal with that kind of Just crap. don't run through the high grass. Yeah, right. I guess so. <laughs> it looks all green and luscious. I'm like, that looks awesome. Don't play in it. Don't play in it, yeah. No, there was only one time that I had a tick on me. Uh, I was in southern Utah, and I was, I, was, um, uh, I don't know where we were, but I was in this hotel, and then when I got in the shower, I saw a tick on me, because I was butt naked. I was washing every part of my body. Talked about you showering a lot today, man. Yeah, well, you know what? That's an important part of my life. And I want to figure out how much time in my life I spend in the shower. A lot of interesting things happen to you when you're in the shower. You find scorpions. You get ticks on you. I forgot the scorpion was in the shower. I think. I write things down. I draw pictures. It's great. Good times. Yeah. Oh man, that's awesome! Every story I have, it starts with the shower. <laughs> All one time I was in the shower, and <laughs> I'm blushing up, man. Uh, all right, come back next week for more <laughs> interesting details about Jerry's shower experience. <laughs>